what it is it's another episode of as it is i'm your host adam i'm here with my co-host dom we're in the studio today we're in the makeshift studio studio right now yo this is it this is the new wave we are live we did an episode already live but now we're actually going to keep doing this on a regular basis this is going to be a different audio experience for you guys and very soon drum roll you're going to be getting the video experience you're going to be getting this on youtube it's going to be coming to you every week and that's going to be our new platform of course we're still going to have the podcast format audio rss feed still going to be up but if you really want to know what we're doing and how we're doing it check us out on youtube that's coming very soon so i wanted to drop that on this episode but anyways let's get started i almost died on friday Man. It was uh, it was fucked up. So I'm driving. So you know how or was that? Yeah, that was Friday. So Friday morning. You know how it was like kind of snowy and wet. Yes. So I have an O5 Tundra, and I just got this bitch. Like I just got this uh, truck like a month ago. Okay. And um, it doesn't have SNS like you know like traction control. So I'm driving. I don't know how to drive in the snow in Michigan. I'm just thinking that it's regular. So yeah. I'm not. I'm not pumping my brakes. I'm not doing anything. So I just. I try to make a turn like two minutes away from my house. I'm mm-hmm. turning onto the street, trying to get on the highway. Luckily, I didn't make it. And the car just keeps turning. Like I turn and it just keeps turning. And I do two fucking big ass circles in the middle of the road. Luckily, it was like six in the morning and there was no cars or anything. But bro, I'm telling you, my life was like I was like it flashed, bro. Flash before my eyes. I was like, bro. As soon as you lose control of the car, you feel like control of your life is just in somebody else's hands. Now, I've, I've been in those situations. One time's enough. You know what I mean? So right. even a couple of times, like ah, oh, right. I got you. Like I don't know if I'm gonna drive anymore, bro. You know, dude. Yo, you're telling me I had Allie pick me up from my house and to bring me over <laughs> here because yeah. I was like, yo, you. if it if it snows again, I'm gonna be asked out staying over yeah, here. Yeah, hibernation time. Yeah, until the fucking snow thaws because I. I don't know how to fucking uh, drive in the snow yet. So I got to go and practice. I got to go to the parking lot like I'm 14 and actually learn. So it's going to be fun. It's a new adventure for me. I just never want to be in a spinning car. How are uh, ever. How are the tires on the truck? Um, They're good. They're pretty new. Yeah. They're pretty new, but they're not snow tires. See? Yeah. Sometimes, I mean, you, you can, depending on the kind of car, you can definitely get away with it without yeah. them being snow tires. Like, I mean, I know I have a, I have a Jeep. Jeeps, obviously, you know, you can get through whatever in those bitches, yeah. but... Yeah. Bro, before I had this Jeep, I had a I had a, a, a Ram, the Bighorn. They got, you know, they got the automatic four-wheel drive in there, four-wheel high, four-wheel low. Yeah. Low is usually for if it's a little slick, rainy, <clears throat> whatever it may be. Yeah. As opposed to the high, that can get you through some shit. Supposedly is what they say. Yeah. When I had this Ram, I know cars now are made not entirely out of metal like they used to be. They're right. a lot lighter. They're yeah. a little flimsy, whatever it may be. Right. For I used to be on the freeway, just... Not speeding, hitting like a slight little turn. Yeah, wouldn't wouldn't spin out, but I could feel like my ass then kind of just give a little off. bit. So yeah. right away, I'm like, oh, hold on. Yeah, I'm like, it already feels like it's, I'm losing control. I'm like, let me let me slow it down a little bit. I got motherfuckers yeah. in sedans in two door cars flying yeah. past me. I'm like. Have fun, guys. Yeah, have fun with that. Please, I, I'll stay over here. I'll do my 40 in this lane. Do your 65, 70. Go ahead. Yeah, play with your life. Enjoy you that. Know? Yeah, have, have a lot of fun, bro. Stay the fuck away from me, though. It's like, I'm sure where you're going, it's that important. Yeah, it's got to be. Like Somebody's life must be in danger or your wife must be pregnant. Yeah, I swear. It's got to be like that. But, no, I mean, 
Um, I was told because I have rear wheel drive. I don't. Oh, that's know. it right there. Yeah. That's one hundred percent why I that happened wheel. to you. Yeah, I have rear wheel drive. So they said put sandbags on the back yep. of the truck. You know, do Weights as it much down. as you can to weigh it down. So that's what I'm gonna do, man. But. I'm telling you, I have never been in a car that's lost control. I'm a pretty good driver, yeah. Uh, you know, and uh, I was new to a truck, so I was kind of getting a little bit ahead of myself. Got to get the feel for it, yeah. Bro. I was getting a little ahead of myself. I was like, man, my truck can stand anything. This got is a tundra. This. I got this. I get on the road while it's like snowing, wet, ice, and it just fucking spun my took car. you for a loop. Nah, I mean, yeah. bro, I even a couple cars ago that I had, I had a 300. I had an all-wheel drive 300. Nah, I'm not. I'm, I'm the same as you. I'm not like a crazy driver i'm not this need for yeah. speed guy i mean I'll, you know i'll speed a little bit you know if i'm on my way somewhere but right. it is what it is i actually avoided getting on the freeway freeway one day because i think it was either just super backed up or was it was just bad there yeah, so i was like yeah. i'm gonna take the service drive right. so i'm driving doing like five ten under the speed limit just to be on the safe side yeah person in front of me i'm coming up on around this little curve they're just they're going a little too slow like slow yeah. to the point where if i gotta start hitting my brakes i might slide so i'm like let me just get over i'm like just play it safe. Soon as I get over into the left lane, had to have been a patch of ice there. Oh, I f- like as heavy as cars are. When you get on ice, dude, they become you feel you feel that like the weight shift. You feel it like just nah, this ain't this ain't weighing nothing. Ain't weighing Soon nothing. as I got on the ice, bro, yeah. it, like I felt it. I was yeah. like, oh fuck, bro, my car was just going going. Rode up on the curb with it. Yo. There was a fence right here, and like yeah. literally, like like here's the service drive. Yeah, here's a little bit of sidewalk. Yeah, here's the fence. Mm. Down there is the freeway. Oh my god! Get up on, get up on the fucking the cement, bro. I couldn't control it. I was doing everything I could. I was hitting my brake, doing whatever I could. It was just flying. Yo, crashed through all this fence, hit like three, four trees, bro. My car finally oh, stopped, dog. Oh. I feel like I could, I could have puked my heart out. Oh, that's how I felt. Like I was like, I was so thankful at the fact that one, none of the trees hit through my windshield, got me, did anything like that. Two. Right. I wasn't going fast enough to where I would have just flew off onto the free because I probably yeah. wouldn't have been here today. Yeah, no, and what scares the shit out of me is that everybody in Michigan has that story. Oh, the yeah. The story of when their car almost killed them on the road and they just tell it like it's nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm because like, it's almost like we're used to this shit. Like, it's, yo. it's like, and it's not even, it's not even a result of being a bad driver necessarily. It's either the maintaining of the roads not being salted enough. I mean, you know, don't get me wrong. Things get out of control. If it snows like crazy one day they can only do so much to keep it you know they right. can't just constantly have the plow trucks out there but no, yeah at the same time it's like it's like fuck man you 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 experience you're in a state like michigan you experience the extremes of all four seasons yeah you, you're you're gonna get used to it or you're not and yeah. sometimes you kind of have to man it's it's one of those things where i really got to get some more gumption if i'm gonna be driving that truck because i was like I, can't, I mean, I'm going to be on the road one day. Yeah, no matter what. And it's going to be, you know, not great weather. It's going to be unavoidable, bro. You're going to have to yeah, get out there. It's going to be crazy. So, man, I got to I gotta learn how to drive it. So I got to become a master of it. Cause, and I got to master this truck, too, because I'm used to driving newer cars. Right. But I really wanted a truck this time, and I was just, like, bent on it. And, like, honestly, the other cars I was looking at probably wouldn't have fared that much better in the snow. I mean, it's ice, right? Right. Like, you hit ice, you hit ice, but... I mean, the the difference of a truck is is really uh, kind of uh, intimidating. In it is. It's is way bigger. You're, you're. It's not. You can't cut your corners the same way you would in a smaller car. Like no. even bro, I had a rental before this. I had a Ram. So mm-hmm. although I had a Ram before, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's been like a year or two. Maybe mm-hmm. no, maybe longer now. Maybe three years since I've been in a truck. So 
the first week I had the rental, I was like, okay, let me get back used to this. It was right. cool. Everything was fine. Right. Fast forward, I get my Jeep back. Yeah. I feel like I was in a fucking go-kart, bro. Oh, I was trying to like, yeah. come, I was still like, like just subconsciously cutting my turns the same yeah. way I would in the truck. And I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. You know, like cutting it too. Like I would yeah, have to huh? like, oh, let me get it. Let me get it back. Let me control. straighten it up. Yeah, yeah. bro. Because right. I'm almost hitting the curb at some point. So yeah. I trust me, bro. I get it. But. That you crazy. definitely made the right choice. The truck is the best thing, in my opinion, to have in mm. Michigan. It, a truck is the best thing. Do not even just for the weather in the in the wintertime. You know, I mean, a truck can hold up better than small cars can. Like if you hit a pothole or something. Like, yeah. And any little thing you could come across, like bumpy roads, trucks can handle them. What what better? You know what did it for me? We were driving. Me and Allie were driving through Hamtramck, and her car is a Chevy Cru or not a cruise. Like basically the Chevy version of a Malibu. Okay. Yes. So, um, well, Mal I think a Malibu is Chevy. Is it Malibu yeah, Chevy? Yeah. It's not a Malibu, but it's basically the same thing. Okay. I've, I totally forgot what car she drives. Is it, it's not an Impala, is it? No, it's not an Impala, okay. but it's like kind of low to the ground. It's a great car. Yeah. I, I like her car. But we were driving through Hamtramck, and we were on some side road, and it was just bump city. And I was like, man, because the car I had before the truck was a Hyundai Accent. I was oh. like, if I drove this Hyundai Accent on this road, I'd be calling. No bumper. Yeah, yeah. I'd be calling service because it would have <laughs> just flown. Everything would have flown off the car. So I was like, you know what? If when, when I get a new car, I need to get a truck. Yeah. And and, and just driving through Detroit will, will make you feel that way. 100%, you know? bro. And uh, also, too, people don't fuck with you when you're in a truck. No. It's, people, it, it, the car is almost is like an intimidating factor to some yep, people. Yep. And they just they don't do as much of this. They don't do as much nope. swerving around you like they they really give you your space yeah they so, have to they ain't got no fucking choice yeah, they unless got they got that insurance bro <laughs> exactly exactly but yeah man so that was my friday story friday morning uh life flashing before my eyes story eventful bro but let's get into some anime let's go i'm always ready for this i created this list um we'll get to like new anime this this coming up season and all that stuff but i, I just want to jump into this list because i'm so excited oh yeah hear what your answers are oh i got plenty bro <laughs> trust me and i intentionally made this hard i i didn't make this list of like oh who's obviously going to win like we this is what i live for bro yeah. i can't wait for these i love these this, this this is this is for the advanced anime watcher this is for somebody who understands these characters this is really a real anime who would kill who yes yeah. so let me start off with my favorite one i'm not even gonna go in order because i just want to get to the Bad. best ones all right so this is who would kill who in a fair fight Obviously, they can use all of their power-ups, all their weapons, everything, but it's just who would ultimately win in the in the fight. And we're talking like 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 death battle rules. Like death you ever battle. seen those like like random encounter yeah. on site? We're seeing each other. On we site. know what the deal is. They don't know each other. There's yep. no talking. This is just as if like they have to fight to the death as they're written. One. Okay. Yeah. So, Evangelion Unit One or Goku and Super Saiyan Three. <sighs> Alright, see, with no bias at all here, okay? Easily, and I hate and I hate to do this to you, easily Goku Super Saiyan 3. Why? Easily. For so many reasons. First and foremost, being as fair as I can, majority of the times they, they try to stay away from including Dragon Ball characters in death battles, in yeah. versus battles with other anime characters for one major reason. Dragon Ball characters have to be the most stupidly broken characters in all of anime. Here's why. Here's why. Okay. You even break it down at a basic level. You got your guys like Krillin, Tien, Yamcha, who are let's let's be honest here, folks, who are honestly 
not shit in their universe. They're not yeah. shit. Like, they're not there's shit. characters who can flick these motherfuckers. They're dead. Yeah. Literally, Literally dead. Literally, so, that happens. Now, <laughs> when, I, when we do, the, when I have these talks with people, when I read these on forums and yeah. blogs of other people, when I watch these death battles, mm-hmm. you gotta, you, the main factor here with deciding these is character feats. You have to go with that over anything else. And we're talking about manga feats, whatever's canon. We're not gonna talk about anything in movies, anything outside of what may not be part of these main storylines. Dragon Ball characters, I mean, bro, you, Krillin, like, Master Roshi, these guys who, like I said, are just low-level people compared to the main characters. Right. These guys can blow up moons. They can blow up damn near planets, planets with, right. with their key blasts. Right. We're right. not even talking the super specials. We're talking key blasts. And then right. you also got to go with, and again, I'm, I'm like, surface-level knowledge for Evangelion besides yeah. a little bit of shit that I've, I've seen and known. So I could very well be wrong, okay. but, and that's what I'm going to get to asking you in a second here. Yeah, but, yeah. You gotta, you gotta consider, bro. Goku. I mean, even even though we're going Super Saiyan three, if you go to current level Goku in uh, Battle of the Gods, the movie, yeah. or even in Super, right, right, when right. him and Beerus fight, he goes Super Saiyan three. Beerus just flicks him and he's done. But even when he's at a form a little bit higher, which would be Super Saiyan God, mm. when they match fists, yeah, it shakes the universe. Okay. So you got to figure that that's just a blow to blow. That's right. not a like if Goku, let yeah. God forbid, Goku ever gets bloodlusted. Right, it's right. a bad day in the Dragon Ball universe. <laughs> a lot of motherfuckers are dead, bro. Like right. their whole planet's done in a key blast. So I'm, my take is Goku on that, and I, I'll tell you this beforehand before we get further into the list. Okay. Outside of your God tier, when I say God tier, I don't mean Super Saiyan God. I'm talking like your your Zeno from Dragon Ball Super, a motherfucker that can snap his fingers and erase. Seven universes in the blink of an eye before, before right. me, and you can even bat our eyes. You right, know what I'm right. saying? Yeah. Right. So let's not include characters like that because those are like that's when it kind of gets tricky. Yeah. There are few characters I feel that can beat Goku in a one-on-one. Okay. The reason why I put this on as no as and I wanted to do number one is exactly for that reason what you just said right there. Like everybody wants to say, okay, Goku powered up. Pretty much no one can beat him because it's written in that Goku... How Dragon Ball is written. Yeah. yeah, because... So, that's why I took him out of his universe and said if they were in a neutral, like, just battle royale, who would win? Because to me, if Goku's not fighting other Dragon Ball characters... Right, right. Is how, he still that strong? How strong is he really? He's still that strong. Let me tell you why. Why? <laughs> Again... It's the feats. So, feats aren't only your powers and power-ups. Feats are also... Written facts or, or visual facts, if we're going off manga versus anime debates, um, of what you've seen in terms of durability of this character, mm. stamina, okay. um, like like if you would, their gas tank, how much energy, you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, shit like yeah. that. So, for example, I mean, I, I've seen in Dragon Ball, I, I've seen characters weaker than Goku get a rocket launcher shot at them, they catch it. Like it's like yeah. two fingers. They can mm. stop bullets with their hands. They've, they've taken blasts that we've seen that are way stronger than a blast that can blow up a planet blow up a moon like i mentioned previously right things like that so what let me ask you this you said what was the name of the the other character evangelion Uh, Evangelion, unit one evangelion unit one which is the main evangelion so what are what are what is that thing's feats what what have you what is shown that that thing is capable of what is written if you've read yeah so two things one berserk mode so every evangelion like i wouldn't even put evangelions on this list if they didn't have this quality okay which is that if their power source is cut, they usually power down, right? Right. Unless Berserk Mode initiates, 
which means that they can fight for an infinite amount of time with infinite energy. And right? what are the requirements for that to initiate? Basically, the pilot has to be in a situation where they're about to die. So it, the Evangelion will protect Yeah, their emotions. Yes, yeah, yeah, everything yeah. comes out, like that last little will. <laughs> the last will of the the fighter in the, pi- in the pilot seat the Evangelion will protect that pilot, okay. basically. Um, like, subconsciously, infinitely. basically. Like, like yeah. how, how sometimes, even in our real lives, like, you can subconsciously do something, not even meaning to, mm. just out of, you know, right. she, I don't want to call it luck, but she, let's say sheer willpower. And then, you know, we, we've heard stories, we've read, we've read shit about just amazing things people, even in our real lives, have done mm. out of willpower. So I understand. It's a good correlation between the two to get an understanding of that yeah. little bit of... Little, little sense of reality there. A little bit. A little bit of reality. And the second thing is the S2 drive. So, Evangelions um, have, or only certain ones, like, um, sorry, hold on. You're good. <clears throat> Go, or not Goku, fucking <laughs> Unit 1 and Unit 0. No, no, Unit 1 and Unit 2 have S2 drives, which means that they can be hacked down to, like, nothing and still try to fight. Right, okay. So, why I think... Unit One would eventually win is not that it would be an easy fight. Right. In fact, I think Unit One probably wouldn't survive. Ultimately, it would at the minute it powers down after fighting Goku, mm-hmm. it would be destroyed. Yeah, Donzo for sure. But I think in the heat of the battle, it would continue to fight even if Goku were to literally rip it in half. Actually, I have a good um, what's it called? Uh, a good comparison of that for these hunt- for the hunter hunter fans that are going to be listening to this. Have you watched all of that, first and foremost? Let me say that before I get to going. Not all of it. Okay, well, here. This won't ruin anything at okay, all. There's okay. a very specific fight. You fans that have already seen it know exactly which fucking fight I'm talking about. Probably the best fight of the show. If not, it's easily top three. There is a certain character who, amongst the amongst a certain arc, you get an early depiction of how strong... Like, mm. Whoever you've seen so far in the show, no matter who it's been, even though some serious characters, they always add in animes where you don't see much, but you know they're within that top realm of fighters and bangers. There is a certain character, an enemy, Mm -hmm. that that shows up who just, right off rip, you you know. You know this is one of those. You're like, oh my god, they're this strong. You get an early introduction to how strong they are, all this. In one of the scenes, this character gets absolutely pummeled pump like I, i'm talking it's so satisfying to watch you yeah, you got to finish the show you have to you you it. will understand the satisfaction within this scene yeah but to go back to you're saying that will to fight even after being destroyed there's it's literally that exact same thing happens they have the power mm. nen in there and yeah if your determination if your experience in life were harsh enough if you're strong enough if you're level-headed enough crazy things can happen with your power even through death mm. This character, like I said, gets absolutely pummeled. Like it's yeah. brutal. It's a brutal scene. Yeah, not yeah. too brutal to watch, but it's like you're like, oh my god, right, this, right. this is where they're going. <laughs> you're right. Even after the death, the the character's nen powers still are going strong because not only one, how strong he is, mm. two, the devotion to somebody in the show that they've had. Yeah, and it gets up to go do an attack against another character. That's that's as far as I'll say without ha- like getting into the realm of ruining things for you. Definitely check that out, but that's what you just said reminded me of that. Yeah, so clearly, like yeah. it's like the literally his hand in hand is the same exact thing, right? Yeah, there. it's the same concept, and like so, I do want to say in all of these matchups, there is a right answer. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, there, there's yeah. no wrong answers here. There's only a right answer. There is a right answer, and I will concede that Goku will pro would probably win. 
The only reason I say that is because Goku has the power to harness all of the universe's yep. energy, and that, I think, would eventually destroy Unit 1. I do think that the universe itself would destroy it, would be destroyed. Now, is... You're speaking on the spirit bomb? The spirit bomb and, like, all the others. So, here, here's another thing that... Yeah. See, because people... When people always have these discussions, I've, I've seen a lot of times they do bring up the spirit bomb. And as strong as of a technique that is, I do have one question to ask. Yeah. Is Unit 1 evil? No, you don't want nope. to not evil. Yeah. Spirit bomb won't do nothing. Oh. Spirit bomb can only harm evil. things that are evil, malicious, have evil intent. Oh. Yeah. If, if, if like, even, I think there's even, who does he fight? There's a scene where you, ah, fuck, who does he fight, man? I think it's in Super. Have you watched Super? No, I haven't watched Super. I think there's a scene he's fighting somebody who, he used the Super, uh, Super, the spirit bomb on. Yeah. And it does absolutely nothing to him because he's not he's not yeah, malicious he's, in any he's way. He's just trying to do what he's got to do. So okay, so in that case, the Unit One would absolutely devastate Goku. Whoa! Yeah, be, whoa. It would, it would, I mean, if he can't use the Spirit Bomb, then it's, yeah, it's but <sighs> I gotta watch the Evangelion because I gotta see I gotta see how durable these. Is it is it wrong? Is it diminishing to call them mechs? No, or are I mean, they exactly a mech? I think so. It's not a mech, but I think for the purposes of this, because it has a pilot and it's a mechanical, at least we'll have to consider it. One. We'll call it a okay. Mech. But the the reason why I say that is because Unit One has its own sort of way of harnessing energy, right? And I don't want to give too much away because you have to watch the yeah. end of Evangelion. But if it really needed to go there... And it could. It could go there. Okay. So that's what I would say. All right, so let's move on to the second one. This one has a very clear, obvious right answer. I just wanted to put it in here because I thought it would be a fun yeah. mental experiment. Okay, Yusuke Urameshi or Super Saiyan 2 Vegeta. <sighs> All right. Again, I already, I already said that this. <laughs> yeah. it might sound like bias for Dragon Ball characters. Yeah. But Yusuke does have... His demon mode, yeah, and demon it's mode. it's it's a great demon at that, not yeah. just a lower level regular one. So I would have to go refresh my memory to see the feats of Yusuke, but I do know he does have some OP abilities. I know he's got a healing factor there, and I know whatever attacks he's already got are super amplified when he gets into this mode. Yeah, because it just his spirit energy just just skyrockets. I'm sure. Yeah. Um. With that being said, now we're talking Super Saiyan 2 Vegeta. This is Vegeta who lost to the androids. We're talking. This is Vegeta that fought Boo. Ah, I'm, and, I, listen, and this I'm, is the I'm, same mentality Vegeta. Too. Yes, this is this is the prideful. Yeah, prideful yes. Vegeta, and also ah. prideful Yusuke. This yeah, yeah, Yusuke is definitely great. super prideful. Yeah. He, he talks mad shit. Yusuke is one of my favorite. Yeah, him and Ichigo are like like top shit talkers to me in anime yeah, for sure. Absolutely. But, I don't know, man. It's because I here's how, here's how I usually I used to like to compare things. Also, mm -hmm. I like to and I know this may not be the best comparison, but I also like to look at who some of the other characters have fought and ask right. would the other character they're fighting be able beat to beat that. those guys? Beat and that. I think Goku or Vegeta yeah. would beat yeah everybody. Yusuke's fought. Yeah, no, you're definitely right. Togoro. Definitely, um, who's the who's the last? What's wait, the last? wait, wait, wait. Younger Toguro would tear. Oh my Vegeta's god, no way. Here's why I'm saying this. Here's why I'm saying he wouldn't. Vegeta's easily got 50 times the brute strength that Yusuke would have. Because yes. if you, if you yes. remember, Yusuke gets his power up in the, the dark tournament after he 
does does what's the what's the old lady's name? What's the teacher's name? Uh, the teacher's name uh, is oh, gosh, I'm forgetting her name, but the teacher with people. Yeah, who've seen so the show. I remember he gets his he gets his uh, his power up after he thinks she dies. Yeah. And he like awakens like more of his energy, or, like opens his uh his limits, whatever he does. Yeah. And I, how do, how does how does overall how does he win the tournament? Does Yusuke kill him? Yeah. Yeah, Yusuke, Yusuke does he kills, hit him with the final spirit gun or something? He hits him with the final spirit gun and Tagoro accepts his death. That's why Tagoro dies. Yeah, it's almost like during their fight he was kind of hoping he was gonna push Yusuke to that level yes. in, in a sense. Because he was always looking for a strong person. Um yeah. yeah, bro, I think because and that's what I'm going off with durability. Like I honestly feel like, I feel like Vegeta could just punch a hole in him, just because you know, like yeah. y- Yusuke was exchanging blows with him yeah. a little bit outside of you know his his powers and whatnot and his special. So I feel like, I mean, you you got you got his attacks like his Big Bang attack, his final flash. I feel like, and also one more thing I got to mention. Yeah, yeah. Dragon Ball characters move at a ridiculous speed. You right. got, they these guys can teleport now. For people who don't know or who may not be familiar teleporting is the absolutely fastest form of movement at least amongst anime like even even i've been seeing this breakdown of statistics where people are comparing like the flash i'm gonna use his as an example it's a good example yeah yeah he's the fastest fast character you can think of would be the flash with a flash dude can travel time by how fast he runs he can Mm -hmm. make the earth like in reverse rotate to like slow time do whatever he does freeze time and teleporting is still even faster um so you these guys they got after images of themselves because of how quick they move. Like you're seeing them here, and they've been this way. So, yeah. I, I like I said, bro. You see, these these lists are hard are hard to tell with well, Dragon Ball characters for that reason because yeah, all their feats are just fucking absolutely through the roof. And I feel like can I tell you who? Would yeah, win? Vegeta would win. Yeah, hundred percent. Exactly, it was exactly why you said it wouldn't even get to the place where Yusuke could use not. His, he would just punch a hole in his head. Yeah, he would just get right to him, hit him. Because <laughs> yeah. we're not we're not talking Goku. Goku yeah. is like you know he's a guy who he can start the battle in Super Saiyan three, right? And he'll power down to see what this person's capable see, of. Whereas yeah. you got Vegeta. Vegeta wastes no time. He don't Zero play no time. games. He goes right in for the kill. Now Especially, we've seen how much that's worked for him. Right. Zero time. But <laughs> right. I. But he's still he's still like I said, dude. He amongst the Dragon Ball characters. I I know I mentioned the lower level ones, but. He, if we're going with just Universe 7, I mean, you know, the top hitters are definitely Goku, Vegeta, Gohan, Trunks, Gotenks, or Goten. So, I feel like it's hard to match them, bro, outside of their universe. It is. Now, there are the exceptions. I do have some things in mind of where yeah. I know people can give them a run for their money that aren't too OP in that point. But yeah. I, that goes to Vegeta for sure. It goes to Vegeta just because, like I said, the also the other thing, too, is Vegeta would sense... He can sense energy. Yeah, so, so he's he, not going to be holding back. He's no. not going to say, no, let, let me let this guy whoop my ass a little bit. And and because Yusuke has to power up like that and go to a certain place yeah. to get his, his he might, energy. Like strength. near death at some times, he's got to get it. Yeah, and, and I think I think Vegeta would just overpower him yeah. and beat him. Um, all right, so next one. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, this one, all right, we'll, we'll save the other ones for the other episode that we're going to okay. record. Because this one's going to take us a while. Bet. All right. Luffy or Naruto? I hate both of these characters. I hate these characters. And we're talking current current characters, right? Yeah. We, ha- we have to, to make it fair. Yeah. Well, okay. L- l- let-, let me say this then. That is unfair for current yeah. characters because yeah. 
since you're not a fan of Naruto, I don't feel like you'll be mad at me for telling you this. Yeah. And I hope all you motherfuckers listening have already caught up because this has been out for a long time. Naruto lost his main source of power, okay. which was the nine-tailed fox, Kurama. Oh, so he lost. He loses. He 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 lost it. He had to in a in a kind of, it's it's you know it's it's this or death kind of kind of situation oh, okay. he was in. He loses that power now. I'm not saying he's not still strong. He's still amongst the top characters even right. without it, but. The advantage that that gives him over, like in his mm. fights, right, 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 are absolutely nuts compared to him without it. So let me say, let, let's say, let's say top form of both these characters to keep it fair, because mm. right now I don't know. Again, you said you're not a One Piece fan either. Yeah. Luffy right now just got his power up, and One Piece is coming near to its end. From from what I know, I don't really read it. I haven't watched too much of One Piece to to give the best opinions, but I will mm. say this from people that are diehard fans of these series. Um, I hear a lot of back and forth about this, and I do have a little bias because I love Naruto. Yeah. I mean, as you can see. Yep. <laughs> you know, I got a fucking hoodie on right now. He's I got, got Sasuke and Itachi on my back. So He's got the hoodie on. Right um, I, I Listen, man, I had this discussion many times, actually, and I, I give this, tr- truthfully, I give this to Naruto, and here's why. And I will give you my reasons. And my, one of my boys actually made this very apparent to me. Okay. I never thought about this. Like, So, and we're considering all things. We're not giving anybody, like, no advantages, no handicaps. You can't with these with these discussions. you no, got to keep no. it as fair as possible. So, first things first. People always have the mention of hockey, which is the power source in One Piece. Now, in One Piece terms, in their universe... Mm-hmm. If let's say I have hockey and you don't, okay, and you're like strong as fuck without it, right, right, you cannot, you can't damage me, okay, you cannot. It, it's kind of like how Nen works in, in Hunter and Hunter. Hunter. If somebody okay. without it gets hit by somebody with Nen, your fucking body is just obliterated, basically. Right. right so, right. with that being said, we're not talking about this in the One Piece verse. So we're talking about it outside of. And another mention I want to make to the death battles is any kind of powers that work that way in anime, they keep them on equal footing. And he, to keep the fights fair. Right. Here's an example. Itachi. He's got Genjutsu out of this world. For those of you that don't know, Genjutsu is like hypnosis. It's like a mind control type power where uh, if I look at your eyes and I put you under my trance, yeah. one of Itachi's powers is if I'm him, let's say, and you're another character, take, for example, Orochimaru, who is very strong. Right. Orochimaru wanted to steal Itachi's powers. He joins the Akatsuki to try to do this, which is the villain organization that Itachi was a part of. And he's charging at Itachi with an attack and he thinks he has him he catches him and he's like satisfied he's about to get his eyes and then he comes to and he's like constricted by Itachi he's on the ground like barely breathing so the Genjutsu works in that way I can make you believe you're walking into my backyard right now and you could be walking off fucking cliff killing yourself that's how these work so to bring that to understanding you gotta keep it on somewhat of an equal footing because certain powers trump others tremendously with with like that yeah, you know what i mean right, so right, right, right. if we're going off just let's let's get now that we got that out the way i give the scenario so my boy made a very good point because we me it was me it was like a 2v2 debate it was two of my boys who are straight one piece stands yeah. and then me and him who were kind of open to a lot uh-huh. he made a good point of naruto characters are ninjas whereas one piece characters are pirates right. now even in the history of time and all their shows yeah Who's got better hand-to-hand yeah, combat? Ninjas. It's ninjas for sure. Like, yeah. no doubt. These ninjas. motherfuckers can move without making a noise. They can right. be right behind you by the time you even hear them coming. Like, whatever it may be. So, right. 
Plus with feats, I mean, I mean Naruto with Karama is just stupid. Like he he's yeah. broken. Like yeah, broken. He can fight yeah. better, sure. Um, now I'm not saying you know, like Luffy's just getting his ass whipped or nothing like that. This is a definitely biased answer to anybody <laughs> listening. But Luffy's current feats, from what I've seen and read and heard, are absolutely nuts. He can yeah. basically he can take your will as a person and make you do what he wants. Right. Literally, like. Yeah. Like, let's say he's charging up for an attack right now, and he looks yeah. and he's like laying next to you and gets in your head and tells yeah. you, "Walk towards my fist." Oh, right. What are you gonna do? You can't right. do much to that. So, right. like I said, th- those are those powers we're gonna keep at a base level. But in terms of just straight scrapping powers involved, yeah. I give it to Naruto, bro. He, I feel like he's fought people that could I, I get also, Luffy out of here, and we're, yeah. we're going off of how these characters are written. Yeah. All yeah. main characters are written the same way. They're a little bit um, gullible. They're a little bit stupid in certain senses. They'll let certain shit slide just to mm-hmm. fight. So I feel like battle experience, battle IQ, all this, I give this to Naruto because he's just got way more under his belt, I feel like. Okay. I feel like he's felt shit that, or fought against people and shit that have a certain comparison to Luffy. Not necessarily his powers and what he fights with, but how he is as a character, how he's written. Yeah. That, that goes to Naruto in my book. Yeah, the, the correct answer was Naruto. So, yeah, you pretty much got all of these. Um, Hell yeah. Damn, that was nice. I told you, bro. I've, I, I got experience with this shit. I got, I got months of these conversations <laughs> with my boys. We just... We always do it. It's for fun. You know, we like to debate. It's a friendly little competition to see right. who can have better ideas, better mm. information in the head, who can come up with better shit, who can mm. actually make valid points. So, yeah, no. we definitely do this. I, I, I like that. I like that. So, w- there's some more, and we're going to do some more in some other episodes. But for this one, I'm gonna we're going to pause here because okay. um, we're going to transition to the next topics. Okay, switching gears. I've got another great topic here me and Dom are going to discuss. And this one's going to take a little bit of an explanation here. So, in the realm of anime... It is supposed to be, in all by all accounts, a fantasy directed towards the male, right? Yeah, for sure that. And there are anime, of course, that are geared towards women, but the most popular, the 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 most uh, prolific animes are typically male oriented. Yeah, male leads. Yeah, for sure. Male leads, and uh, in the twenty tens, toward past twenty fifteen and onward, I noticed a particular trend that I found to be pretty crazy which was that there were these shows coming out where the main character, the male character, was... And before I even try to describe it, I'm going to use a comparison. Yeah. And this is going to completely uh, illuminate what I'm talking about. So Yusuke Yurameshi, 1995, mm-hmm. was a bad boy. Yep. He could, without any of his actual powers, he could beat the shit out of anybody at school. Yeah. He was legitimately cool yes. in the classical sense of the word. Dressed flashy, you Dress know. Dressed flashy. Boys dripping. Dripped. And also just had the attitude that you would associate with a guy that would have a lot of girls mm-hmm. that like them. Now, fast forward to... 20 odd years later you have characters like kirito and sao who are essentially nothings they have no wit they have no uh any kind of aura or let's call it swag yeah about them and they seem to be always fending off droves of attention from women and i do not quite understand what that is so I wanted to discuss that and also talk about the worst culprits in that arena. And I call this segment the worst animes for your brain. Uh, let's call it series one. 
And so the first ep- the first uh, anime, of course, is SAO that I wanted to talk about. And have you seen Konosuba? No. So, you haven't seen Konosuba? Okay, so let's just stick to SAO. Okay. So you're watching SAO, and what do you typically pick up on like when you're noticing this kind of thing? When I notice that, I try to look for things that would kind of correlate with the type of attention the character receives, and you almost get none of that from this show outside of your main character kind of fulfilling a main character role of course being the all-powerful the strong but at the same time you don't really get too much of an idea of where he's getting it from outside of being an early beta tester of the game which if we've compared this to real life you know you could be early beta tester that doesn't mean you're gonna go in here and dominate you're gonna know every little thing you're just gonna have all the hacks that you get but for some reason in this specific show, they kind of just geared him towards that. Like, okay, well, you're a beta tester, yeah, but we're going to give you little to no character development. We're not going to really make you go through anything that would teach you a lesson or level you up. You're just going to already be in here. You're going to be kind of mysterious in a way, but at the same time not, and take over everything and not have any real sense of a threat in your world, which everybody else around him has. Everybody else has a fear of dying, has this fear of danger, and he's kind of just walked through like, yeah... This is a cakewalk. I'm cool with this. Nothing's really going to happen to me. I'm all right. I know everything. And yeah, and it also speaks to this like more modern ethos of don't train. Don't yeah, don't work, train. Don't, don't need to do out. anything. Yeah, you don't have to do anything. Either you have it or you don't. There's no improvement to be made. You're either just going to be OP'd out the ass. You're going to be born like that or you're not. Or you're not, yeah. And I think someone like Kirito really uh, reinforces that ethos because, like you said, he doesn't really go through anything in the beginning that explains why he's so good at sword fighting. And, okay, let's say for a second that we just take what the show is giving us, which is that he's just really good at video games. Which is fair. Which is fair. That's great. But so could anyone. Like, yeah. think about how long the people in the show are supposed to be trapped inside of training, SAO, training, learning about this game, doing things that you wouldn't think he did because he just comes out of nowhere. And you're telling me he just happens to always be 10 steps ahead of everybody Everyone. in the game. That just, to me, harkens to this very bad ideal that you can just be good at something without having to try and also that you're going to get female attention without actually having to put in any amount of charm. Yeah. He is the most charmless character I think I've ever seen in my life. My man's barely smiles in the show, bro. He's walking around just like, oh. And and here's the other thing, too. I get that a lot of these characters are supposed to be the sort of Japanese everyman. Mm-hmm. I get that, and that's fine. But you didn't have to make Kirito a complete shrimp. Oh, like, yeah. He you, literally takes that title <laughs> yeah. quicker and, and harder than anybody else could. He's just such a shrimp. He's just, like, he, like, literally has, like, almost like a girl body. Like, he's, literally. like, he looks like he's a, a nine-year-old. Yeah, yeah, a twig. Literally. And it's, like, he's not going to do one push-up the whole show. He's not going to try to train to get just a little bit more shredded. And he's going up against, by the way, grown men yeah. sometimes. Yeah, we're not talking about people his age. <laughs> we're talking about grown-ass men. Grown man strength over grown here. Grown man strength that could literally in real life throw him across a room. Yeah. He somehow overpowers them through what? I guess maybe his sword his skill? skill. Yeah. It's like, even me, if I was in that game, I would just dodge a couple of sword you know, throws, and then I would just punch him in his head. Yeah. And he, this dude would fly apart. I don't understand what, uh, why anime has decided to embrace the 
weak as being a weakness as being a virtue. Yeah. And I've seen that in SAO. And I I want to stress that like some of the other shows that I had on this list of bad for your brain animes, they're good shows. Yeah. And that's kind of why they're so bad for your brain. Because you will take a liking to them. You will get lost in them. Like, oh, man, I'm I'm liking this. I like what this is about. I'm going to continue to watch this, soak this in. And a lot of it, for me, centers around undue female attention. I think when you look at Japan's birth rates, when you look at their inability to marry and make couples, you see that there is a real emergency, a cultural emergency for young men in that in that culture to find a way to entice women or to at least be likable to women even though you know they may be more involved in video games mm-hmm. and anime that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to not also try to be a potentially yeah. good partner as to a women. human yeah yeah like, like those two things don't cancel each other out and i think in anime they've sort of said no 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 you don't actually have to be good at real world stuff yeah you can just be good at video games and anime in an anime yeah you're just gonna walk around and girls are gonna pick up your scent and just start following you that's all it's gonna take out there and that's what i think adds to these un this undue attention creates these unrealistic expectations which creates socially inept men who cannot get the the attention of women in real life and when you see that it's become an actual problem mm-hmm. in a culture, you can't just ignore it. No, because things yeah. like that spread. Things like that spread, and especially in a mono culture like Japan, where people can form, you all you need is a few people doing it, and then everyone's going to do it. Mm-hmm. And I, I really see anime as being a major contributor, big to, time to that to that problem. I mean, you got to see, you got to consider also. I mean, look at how big anime has gotten in in western culture outside of just obviously where it's birth i mean you got to imagine whatever whatever a country births however big it is here you got to at least consider it's tenfold over there i mean you you have to you it's it's just it's it's common knowledge i mean you got to understand that so with that being said it's almost like you you kind of i don't know it's just it's, it's crazy because you understand how detrimental it can become because Yes, although you know you gotta you gotta separate your sense of reality and your fiction, your fantasy. What we know is and is not real. But at the same time, when you have something that's so overpowering in a country like anime is in yeah. Japan, it's everywhere, yeah. bro. It's like it's everywhere. The way you see things here, restaurants, uh, car factories, whatever, whatever we have an abundance of here that you would know this speaks as America. Yeah, that's what anime would be to Japan. They Absolutely. have parades yeah. there of straight. You got. All these floats, all these huge inflatables, these these big like balloons, if you would, of anime characters, and I mean we didn't see that until yeah. the last few years over here. They had, a, yeah. I think it was at the Macy's parade. Right. They had a Goku float, right. which I love. I mean, I'm That's an anime awesome. fan. I love seeing that. Yeah, I love that. I was like, oh my god, let's but, go. You got Pokemon, all these other things that are culturally even over here, just so overtaking. But at the same time, keep your sense of realism there. Don't let things you see in a show kind of sway your opinion sway your thoughts on how real life is because as easy as that is to let it do you got to kind of put the back burner out there a little bit you got to say like hey let me not get tricked into this let me not right. start thinking it let me not start acting accordingly to what something on the tv told me and 
Yeah. That's so easy for people to get lost in that, bro. You see it every day. Not even just in TV, just media in general. I mean, you're talking about the most impressionable minds on the planet. You're talking about a young teenage yeah. boy. Yeah. So when you're talking about that's the, the the main audience, and then you see the kinds of shows that are getting created. I remember when we were growing up, it was about getting stronger. You had Goku. Power-ups, yeah. You wanted superpowers. Yeah, you had people that trained for entire set seasonal arcs to get better. And now you don't see that anymore. You just see guys who for whatever magic of the show and sometimes the entire show is geared towards they just have this magical quality oh, God. that that supersedes any reality that makes them this uh this you know sought after object but for women and i think that just robs young kids of the ability to discern hey I can work hard and get somewhere. And look where we're at right now, bro. And everybody wants to be everybody wants to be a streamer out here. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> wants to be you know, and I'm not I'm not shitting on nobody that is one, you know. If if you're doing it and you love what you're doing and it's going good for you, by all means follow that road, follow that path. I would never take that from anybody. But at the same time, everybody wants to do something. Everybody wants to be this internet personality. And I hate to say this, I hate to sound so old fashioned, but People got the path that is for them. People got roles that are for them. I, I hate to say that. I, I don't want to sound like conceited with that. I don't want to sound like so small-minded about that. But it's it's the truth, bro. Like, everybody can't go be an NBA player. Everybody can't go be an astronaut. Everybody can't go be a doctor. Like, over here in America, they teach you to be whatever you want. But let's be real. That's not realistic. It's, it's not, not real. realistic. It's not real. And, you know, um, I I really think that, of course, there is the the... the use of anime as escapism which i think is totally fine which is fine yeah yeah entertainment it's definitely it's definitely a main a main point of that being there right but for me i think it becomes dangerous when that's all you see in anime Mm -hmm. when all of the major characters are representing this sort of like magical quality ethos rather than train and work hard ethos like a real like a real life person like right you got to figure it's it's okay to get inspiration from things that are fake i mean we've it's been done Forever. I mean, I would mainly point at the time of media, of course, because that's the most influential thing I feel like we've ever had. It was media. You know, you get to see other people's opinions every day, other people's ideas, what they do, whatever it may be. Right. So I definitely understand that because, like you were saying, bro, and back in our day when we were younger and, you know, we had the selection of anime that we did. And obviously times were different. So, of course, the main points of these shows, the main plot, um, just, just everything that they were, they were, like, consisting of. Mm-hmm. didn't follow that like you already said like you, you were like if i as a kid seen goku out here trying to achieve his goal of becoming the strongest going through his hardships what he's going through you can never say what you can apply that to in real life now let's say i go i want to go be a certain thing when i get older mm-hmm. what if watching goku go through what he had to made me go extra hard made me go grind boom now i'm there whereas that's now taken away from a lot of people exactly like you said it's like you're just dropped into this world of powerless and you're all powerful you're all being and then it's like there you go that's everyone yeah so what you can be (laughs) yeah it's uh it's very dangerous man and uh i i love anime and i'll always love anime but that's kind of why i'm always talking about these older shows because to me they have a certain character about them that makes them as you know they're great television shows and they're great you know stories and great art but I think the highest form of art is art you can learn from. Yes, you know, absolutely. And, not just art you can look at. Yeah, not just art you can look at. And I think, uh, yeah, I, I think we're losing a little bit of that with this newer this newer generation of anime. But uh, I mean, let's be real: the amount of money that's going oh, into these shows God. 
is incredible so they do have better production value not just talking about there's better technology but there's just straight up better production value for these shows so they are you know markedly better television than a lot of the older stuff you know you watch easier to watch easier to watch easier to watch and it shouldn't be lost on us that you know with with things that get more money you're typically going to find a little bit laxing on maybe caring about the character yeah there's less substance it's like it's like it's like better animation better quality less substance which isn't necessarily the best trade-off in my opinion it's not if you can do the right amount on both you know you got you got that one you definitely do we we there's the exceptions these days you have shows that your your main character isn't the guy winning every fight right he's he's going through shit he he, his friends may die his family may die right and is it always worth it in the mind of the viewer maybe not but you gotta understand this is what the story revolves around this is what the story is trying to teach you and show you that as good as you can be as a main character yeah you're gonna go through stuff you're not gonna have it easy you're gonna have a hard a real tough time a a tough time that maybe not everybody can deal with or accept exactly exactly and yeah, I mean that that was pretty much my my segment with that one, and uh, I I really do feel like we may start seeing a resurgence of the kind of anime that we would like because I think this this type of anime is getting very boring. Yeah. And you listen to a lot of reviewers, and this is a problem that a lot of them have with current anime is exactly this. I mean, you listen to anybody who talks about Sao, and the first thing they'll tell you is, "Yes, yeah, it's, it's a pretty solid show, but Kirito sucks." Yes, yeah. and that's literally yeah. the general opinion of almost every, aside for your your weeb fans. I just think it's the best out there because really? I know I I know some of those. <laughs> really? I do personally, and <laughs> I see it all day, or I used to see it all day. But no, nah, I just. It's okay, and and I feel like the the good thing about this is that anime is ever expanding in a way that you may not have. If you were a '90s fan, that you maybe may not have thought could break out of that realm. I mean, for yeah. me, I, I was I was stuck on the the action, the the fight style animes. Like my my favorites at the mm-hmm. time of being a kid were were your Dragon Balls, your yeah. your Yu Hakusho, your even Naruto as a kid. Yeah, I love to see fights, and then now that I've grown older and I'm an adult. I've veered off into other genres of it that I, at the time, never thought I would have liked. But I do. I love them. Yeah, there's so much to love about anime. And I think in later episodes, I think I, I, I want to talk about some of the more serious mm-hmm. anime that have come out. And I think we should definitely discuss, like, the non-shonen Oh, yeah. Anime. We should yeah. have a whole episode where we're just talking about animes that are cerebral. Like, you know, I guess Steins Gate is what I'm thinking of when I'm talking, you know? Mm-hmm. Or uh, or even uh, my high school snafu, which I yeah. thought was still, even though it kind of has some of the qualities of what I'm talking about, it still requires the characters to grow and right. learn and yeah. get to understand Which you love to see. Because you yeah. can relate to that always. Yeah, so um, we're going to definitely be doing that in the future. But anyways, guys, I think we've come to our end here. Really appreciate everybody who's been listening. Watch out for our YouTube channel, which is coming up soon. Uh, This will probably get uploaded there as well. So if you're listening to this on YouTube, thank you for supporting. Be sure to subscribe. And we're going to be doing more episodes. So thanks. Yeah, guys. Look out for them. All right.